0: What's up, guys and gals, this is Rick Martinez, host of the No Soliciting Experience, asker of questions, maker of memes, knocker of doors. Gosh, that was cheesy, but you know what's not cheesy? The podcast. My goal is to talk to top performers in the door-to-door industry and even those who have left the industry People who have done super dope things and continuously doing dope things. Again, in the industry or out of the industry. So, guys, I'm super excited to bring on this next guest. So without further ado, let's get into it. There's a moment in your bones when, when the fire takes over. Blood is running, heart is pumping. Gets closer, they can say what they want now. All right, guys, welcome back to the No Soliciting Experience. I'm super pumped uh, to have today's guest on, um, Austin McDermott. Thank you so much for being on, brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate you taking time out of your day for this. Um, yeah, can you do you mind introducing yourself to the people?
1: Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me, Rick. Um, yeah, definitely podcasts like this have been a huge help for me. So thank you for doing things like this. Cause it's always hard for like, yeah, first year, second year reps to really learn from the best unless they're, they're yeah, getting podcasts or sell under them. But yeah, so I'm Austin McDermott. I sell for Anthem pest control right now. Um, I'm on pace to hit a thousand
0: right now. One thousand. Yes, sir. Holy crap. Well, let me ask you this, man, because um, I know we talked about this a little bit before. Um, you're just, I guess, are you leading the team right now?
1: So I am not this year. I chose not to just to see how much I could throw down personally. Okay. Next year I will be, yes.
0: Okay. So, and, and, and I know we talked about this a little bit before, but people who have hit this milestone or are on track to hit the milestone that you're going after, they're normally like owners have some sort of stake in a company. Um, and it's super refreshing to see like somebody who is, I mean, from my eyes, my perspective, it seems like you step down a little bit, kind of like what Gary Vee talks about, you know, take, you know take, taking a step down to pushing yourself to see how, how far you can go, right? And, and that's super awesome. So you're, you're on track to hit a thousand accounts right now. So how, how many accounts are you currently at?
1: Yeah, great question. So today I should hit 300. I'm at 291 right now. Um, So yeah, I'm on pace to hit. By the end of the week, I'll be a third of the way to goal. And yeah, I love that you bring it up about me not being like an owner or anything like that, because I think that's really what sets me apart from other guys. Because yeah, I mean, I have no equity. (laughs) I'm not an owner. I'm not a former NFL player or anything like that. I'm just a normal dude um, who's just working hard. Um, and yeah, if I can do it, other people can do it for sure.
0: Exactly. And I, I think that's really refreshing, man. Cause again, like don't get me wrong. Like I love all these guys, right. Like Me and Josh are pretty cool. Me and Mitch Matthews go back and forth quite a bit. Um, but it's, it's super refreshing for like, let's just say for example, like a first year rep or second, like anybody within the first three years, they can say, well, if Austin can do it, then I can do it. And I think that's, that's super that's super refreshing to see in the industry, to see just standard, regular, normal dudes, like normal reps being able to do this. Um, mm-hmm. with, dude, it's, it's actually super dope to be able to see that. So let me ask you this, man. How, how, long, how long have you been out selling?
1: So today is my 37th knocking day.
0: So 37th knocking day. You're Correct. at 291. Mm-hmm. Dude, that is insane! Good, thirty-seven knocking, days, thirty thirty-seven knocking days, two hundred and ninety-one sales, um, and it's in the middle of a global pandemic. Correct. Just, yeah. Just that nice little cherry on top. of the <laughs> dude, <Yeah>. I <laughs> holy, yeah. holy crap, um, dude! I don't want to blatantly say what's your secret. But what I do want to ask is what's what's contributed to you being able to do what you're doing right now?
1: Yeah, great question. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I do have sales experiences in my third summer selling pest control. First one, I serviced 214. I was in Denver, Colorado. Um, very small company, good company. Um, then I made the switch to Anthem. Last year, I serviced 401, a little bit above average for an experienced rep um and then yeah I decided to go for the thousand I thought um yeah I thought a lot about it really what's made the switch for me and it's definitely my mentality (laughs) because yeah my pitch is almost exactly the same as my first and second summers um and I mean the area I'm in the same area I was last summer knocking a lot of the same neighborhoods um same company same service everything so definitely, the biggest difference has just been my mentality, um, just how I think and and really how I attack my days.
0: Okay, and and I know, and I know prior to the to this <laughs> podcast that we're recording, we're talking about something that both you and I have mutually done, but you finished. And that is the You'll get uh, there. hard pro. dude. Yeah, I, I'll get there. I'll get there. Last last no, we'll night, last night I, I had a massive cheat meal. We we drove down an hour from Temecula okay. to Escondido to go get some Mexican food. Yeah, um, dude, we, we we waited forty five minutes, but it was it was so worth it. But I That's will finish. I, I will no finish thirty five hard.
1: <laughs> we had raisin canes last night,
0: dude. Do you, do you like raisin canes?
1: Oh, I love it. Do you know really?
0: like it? No, yes. I think it's, it's so hard. good
1: no it's the best chicken fingers they only have one on the east coast they're all over the west coast because yeah they're in vegas
0: yeah yeah oh (laughs) (laughs) moving on (laughs) (laughs) moving on dude 75 hard right for Mm. for those of you who are listening to this podcast and don't know what 75 hard is it is a challenge done by somebody who I look up to a lot, his name is Andy Frazella. It's a seventy five day program. It's it's a mental transformation program. Right? Correct. Where you do two workouts a day, forty five minutes each. One has to be outside. Correct. You have to drink a gallon of water a day. Drink uh no, read 10, 10 pages uh of a of a self improvement, self self development book. Take a mm-hmm. progress picture every day and you Got it yeah no no cheat meals and no alcohol and it has to be like an actual book no like audio books or anything and you have to do that every day for 75 days how i mean realistically if if you're hearing this and and, and you've never heard it before you, you can you're you're probably thinking in my oh that's yeah that's pretty easy like i can do that but it's so freaking hard <laughs> it is it is yeah. so hard dude what, what what's the biggest thing you've taken from 75 hard that has put you to where you're at right now
1: yeah great question i think you put it very very well rick you said it's the mental challenge which is 100 percent why i decided to do the 75 hard um obviously the physical byproduct results are wonderful um i can actually send you a picture i got pretty shredded during it um but yeah, I mean, the reason why I decided to do it was just, I knew it would be something mentally hard that would push me um, and mentally callous my mind like David Goggins talks about. I, I know you've talked about him before on your podcast as well. Um, but yeah, I think number one is just to mentally callous my mind. Um, I started even doing harder things. So obviously I did the 75 hard. Um, Two day workouts. We did it in the winter. (laughs) So the outside workouts were pretty rough sometimes, freezing cold in the rain, multiple times. Had to do them late at night sometimes, um, but just got them done. Um, And yeah, the mental aspect of it was huge, just doing hard things daily for 75 days. And towards the end, around day 50, Um, I found out, I don't know if you've heard about how he has his phase two and three of it. Have you heard about that yet?
0: Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Correct. So I heard about that and how he started implementing different things such as cold showers. So I started doing that as well around day 50 till I started knocking. I started taking cold showers. It started with just 30 seconds, um, and then turned into a minute, turned into a couple minutes, but just doing hard things every single day, um, to put yourself in that, and that mental aspect. So when you are knocking, when you're just walking and talking to people, it seems a lot easier.
0: There we go. Dude, yeah, it is it is brutally hard. In it, it it I mean, it just I for me, and again, prior we talked about this, but you just feel like your your mental game and your mental endurance is elevated like after day. I think it's for me. It was day twenty-eight, day twenty-eight, day day thirty. Like at that mm-hmm. point, it it almost felt like an out-of-body experience. Like every day, like being able to, being able to kind of see things, and my ability to the process things became so much quicker. Right. So, for example, something that for me, like a a canceled customer, normally I would be I would be distraught, I'd be pissed, and it would just be weighing me down subconsciously for. Over a week, right? Mm-hmm. Prior to seventy-five hard. Once I was around day forty, I remember I, I had a canceled customer, and there was nothing I can do about it. Like they had canceled, they had not. They they wanted nothing to do with me. It took me two days to get over it. What would have taken What would have taken me a week or more to get over it? It took me two days, and that's just kind of when I realized, it, right? Like this, this, this is the importance of this challenge. Mm -hmm. to be able to, because I mean, obviously life is hard. Things are good things. Some, some things are going to be out of your control, but so long as you control what you can control, process those emotions, get, get through that process quicker and just move on.
1: I agree a hundred percent. And to add on to that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's honestly kind of how I'm feeling right now. Cause I only have about, if I keep at the pace I'm at, I should be done in about 80, 90 days. And that's a little bit longer than the hard 75 and having that in my cookie jar, like David Goggins talks about having that in the past, knowing that I can draw upon that experience. um, It's just really, I don't know, adds confidence. It knows that it makes me feel like, yeah, I know a hundred percent now I'm going to hit a thousand because yeah, I've already done the hard 75. Um, If I go 75, 80, 90 days, doing this, um, then I'll have hit a thousand and hit my goal. But yeah, I definitely recommend anyone who has not done it to do it, (laughs) um, to do it and complete it. Cause yeah, that's, what's hard about it is if you stop, you have to start new at day one. You can't start again where you stopped. So you have to go day one to day 75, zero cheats, two day workouts every single day, one outside. Um, but yeah, it's really, really good.
0: Dude, exactly. And it's, it's just so crazy, like what what you're able to do, um, like how like the change. I mean, like you said earlier, I mean, obviously the, the physical transformation is just a byproduct of the mental toughness that you're going through. Right. Um, it's just, you know, just super good. Um, well, let, let, let me ask you this, Austin, because there are a lot of people who are starting to go out. Right, like if everybody's sending me, like tagging me in their stories, like oh, on our way out to area, and they're tagging me, I'm like, dope, <laughs> hell yes, I'm excited, <laughs> excited to see people get out there, right? Uh, but then there's people who are working in like the the East Coast, like the very very East Coast, and then you have correct. people working in California, Oregon, Washington, all these states that it's it's just uncertain when when they're going to open up, right? How. How how have you been able to adjust adjust and how would you recommend for reps who are just waiting to go sell to adjust when, when, once they're able to go, get out there?
1: Yeah, great question. So a couple couple different parts to this answer. Number one, um, obviously, with any large goal, there's going to be obstacles that are going to come up. Um, I did not see COVID happening. <laughs> I mean, we can't see into the future. So I didn't know that that was going to be the obstacle. However, um, I mean, it's definitely not one that you can't overcome the ways that I've overcome it. Number one is I knew I had to adapt or I was going to fail. Um, so a couple things that I do differently, I can give a couple of tactical points for others to apply. Number one, I stand further away from the door. I stand at least eight feet, eight feet away. Um, I do not, yeah I do not approach them if they approach me a little bit closer that's fine but we try to maintain the six feet distance I do not shake hands I always elbow bump or fist bump (laughs) which is always fun and then number three I avoid going into their homes Um, and then we also have an option and most people do with pest routes where you can um, send it to them as a quote they can sign it electronically they don't have to sign it on the iPad Um, but those are yeah those are the a couple of tactical things that I've done to help them feel safer. Now, what I do to still connect with them, because it is a little bit harder not being able to go in their home, not being able to be as close. One thing that I try to do almost every single time is I walk the property with them. Um, so, what I do within probably a minute of talking to them, I've gained their trust, built a little bit of rapport. I ask them how big their backyard is, and then I just start walking back there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
1: about 80 to 90% of the time, they'll follow me. Um, and as I walk around, we start to look at potential issues for like different bugs, because I sell pest control, so ants, wasps, spiders. And at that same time, I'm building more rapport. I'm asking them about what they do for work, how many kids they have, how long they've been married, how long they've lived there. Um, and that's really been a way for me to be able to still build rapport um, and, not, and not go in the home or not get too, too close to them. So that's really worked for me.
0: There we go. Dude, that's okay. That's super good. You, again, it's just adapting. It's just learning to be, learning to... You know, make the sale with what you got, right? You, I mean, we we've obviously everybody in this industry has been dealt cards, and it's kind of a shitty hand that we have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, is, tough. It, it's tough.
0: It's it's definitely not ideal, and it it almost it, for me it it almost frustrates me because I I took the last couple of years for granted, right? Mm-hmm. Just oh, it's always going to be this way. It's always going to be this way. But again, we don't know. What's gonna happen. This no one was planning on, on this coronavirus thing. Um Correct. but regardless, like we 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 still gotta go out there. Like everybody has a reason to go out there. Um you know, know. one of the podcasts that I just did with Danny Pesci his his thing and it's super cool, um, his his mindset is this is that he goes out in the days that he feels like he doesn't wanna work, he remembers, Well, yeah, I don't wanna work, but people count on me. You know, Correct. There's, there's a there's a reason why I'm out here, right? And I feel like um, one, everyone has to have their why, and I feel like that's that's what drives you to just continue, you know, pushing and pushing to be able to hit hit your goal. Let me ask you this, man what 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 what's your why?
1: Yeah, great question. Um, I had quite a few people reach out to me on social media about that too. And I do try to respond to multiple DMs every single day. Um, so thank you to everyone who reaches out to me, because I do try to I try to respond to everyone because that's been a big help for me in the past reaching out to other high performing reps. Um, but my why, and I shared this on my story a couple weeks ago, and I got a, a big response about it. It's definitely evolved over the years. My first summer, um, my why was money. <laughs> I think that's why most people get into um get into sales in the first place. Um I had heard about summer sales that you can make a lot of money. I knew um that it was something I wanted to try. Didn't know if I'd do okay or not. I ended up going and servicing 214 as a rookie, which is maybe a little bit above average. I don't know what the average rookie does, maybe 150. Is that about what you think? Yeah.
0: Yeah, some somewhere around there.
1: Yeah. So maybe a little bit above average. Um and then the second summer my Y developed a little bit more it became more competition driven because <laughs> I was the top performing rep in my office the first summer. So the second summer I wanted to be the top performing rep in the company. And I ended as the second, um, highest performing rep. Well, first sales rep. Um, that's just a sales rep. I, I finished as number one as just a sales rep. Um, and then third summer this year, I knew my why would really have to change again And this is something that really developed by doing the 75 hard and just doing hard things in the off season. It really became just me wanting to become my best self Um, to become honestly, I mean, my faith plays a huge role in it to try to become more like my savior, but more specifically become the best Austin McDermott I could become. Um, And with that, I honestly, I haven't really struggled waking up in the morning. Because, yeah, when I wake up at 730 every morning, I remember my why. be the best version of myself. The best version of myself would get right up. He would get going. Um, He would get right out to area as soon as he could. Um, And that's really what drives me every single day because the competition, the money, all those things are good. But they are fleeting. Um, Obviously, when there's hard times, that's not going to push you through that. So that's definitely my why right now to become the best version of myself, and I think that's a common theme among high
0: performers. Yeah, dude, of course. it, it really is like as as you're saying this, um, and it's crazy because every time I hear somebody like their why or their their reasoning be somewhere along the lines of what you just said, um, dude, it re, it reminds me of do you ever watch um, Hold on. I got a phone call. a man.
1: You no, you're good. Close them. Get the deal. That's just my car partner. Um, do, 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 do. He says, You're ready to go out to area, bruh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um. What the heck? Where Okay, hold on. I just lost control of my zoom. Uh, okay, there we go. So what I was saying is, um, every time I hear somebody's like along those lines of being being the best version of myself, did did you ever watch Matthew McConaughey's acceptance speech? I think at like the the Oscars or the Golden Globes. I probably have seen it. Yeah. So it, he 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 goes up there, right? And he's kind of like doing his whole acceptance speech, it's super powerful. And then he's like, "What?" It goes something along the lines of, "I'm doing this for my hero. Like, I want to be my hero." And he's like, "I look, and I'm always chasing the person. I'm chasing myself in five years. And once I get to to once I get there in five years, I'm chasing the person who I'll be five years after that. You know. And it's just a it's just a continuous thing of." trying to be the best version of yourself right um ed ed my let says that i was gonna
1: bring that up yeah yeah yeah. it's it's it's, it's,
0: it's so powerful he's like you you should work on yourself so much that when you die and you meet your who you could have been you guys are twins or basically the same person right the literal literal definition of, of hell is leaving this life and meeting the person who you could have been and you guys be nothing alike, like absolute strangers.
1: Yeah. No, I love that. I was going to bring that up. Cause yeah, that is definitely one of my biggest driving factors. I'm sure it's one of yours and that of many high performers. It's um, looking back on your summer and knowing you could have given more. Um, that is the worst feeling <laughs> ever. Um, cause yeah, once it's passed, I mean, you can't go back and do more. Um, so yeah, that's why now it's so important for so many guys who are getting out there to be present on the doors every single day to give it their all every single day, not just let the summer slide past, but really start doing hard things now. And I've recommended that to many people who have reached out to me. They asked, how they can start preparing, different things like that. Um, Number one, if you're already hitting the doors, great. Keep going. Um, Do it as hard and fast as you can. Number two, if you haven't started, start doing hard things now. Maybe do a mini 75 hard. Start taking cold showers. Do things that push you, that stretch you. Um, Because every single time I've grown, it's been when I was uncomfortable. Um, I mean, obviously, you can't grow if you're in a comfortable environment. You have to push yourself and and put yourself in those places where, where you are going to grow. But yeah, that's money. I like that you bring that up.
0: Yeah, dude, exactly. And it, it's it's so crazy because I mean, as we're talking, like my my brain just starts turning. Like my my brain's all over the place. But yeah. <laughs> that's we're, we're, the ADD.
1: <laughs> I got it too.
0: Everyone does in this in this industry. <laughs> Everyone does, and that's why, oh, man, Where's my boost? My 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 boost is downstairs. I know. <laughs> Well, I've got my monster here. I probably—I know oh, it's in here. Oh. This, 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 <laughs> this, is how I take it, dude. I take some yeah. of this and I take and I take some of some of that as well. And I'm just there. Like you go, laser focused. Um, <laughs> there you go, um, dude. One one of the things that I was thinking, and um, again, this is just from speculation. Um, I've been able to observe a lot of really successful people, and I am. Eternally grateful because the platform that I have has allowed me to connect with people who are just like all stars, like studs, rock stars, both men and women that just are the most successful people, and they're just getting started. But one of the things that I've noticed is that they all have this this um, it's a sense of self improvement, self betterment, and chasing the best version of themselves correct looking back at summer sales four or five years ago why did people do summer sales they did it for the money the times are changing moving forward i strongly feel that money it won't won't be important money is a byproduct of the amount of work that you put into whatever you do so so long as you work on yourself and, and that's, that's what they all do, right? Like, like we talk about super successful dudes like Sam Taggart, Kyle Nielsen, like um, we're talking like Josh Zuniga, like Danny Pessy, like uh, there's, there's this lady that I talked to. And name is solar Sandy, um, Michael Donnell, all these super successful dudes. They work on themselves and they give everything that they can every single day. Correct. with the intention of just being better just being a better person being the best version of themselves and then everything follows everything follows with yeah. that
1: i love that i think that's exactly why um i love this industry so much it's honestly my refiner's fire yeah um, it really is because yeah i mean i grew up in a pretty comfortable environment i had two loving parents um upper middle class we were comfortable didn't ever struggle um and every single time i've wanted to grow i've had to put myself in those uncomfortable situations and this um this industry just yeah it doesn't matter what you sell but door to door it is a refiner's fire (laughs) it is (laughs) a hundred percent
0: and it is and and it's, it's it's to the point where okay maybe you you don't make a career out of it but Correct. give it your all. And if you, how you do one thing is how you do everything. If you half ass summer sales, what, what makes you think that when you finally, you know, move into the career, you want to, you know, you want to pursue that you're going to give it your all. Right.
1: Oh, I agree a hundred percent.
0: Take what you learn. And I, I've seen it. Like people have taken what they've learned here and they've built like successful businesses or they've built, you know, a life that they want They're you know, they're thriving in their career, whatever it may be. But again, it's a, the refiner's fire. Like you just said, work on yourself. And if you make some good money, use this as your cash cow to fund, whatever you, whatever it is you want to do. Right.
1: Yeah. And And that's why, yeah, I love this industry because I honestly have not found anything else that can project you that far into the future in just a couple of years. I mean, what the top performers make in a couple of years is ridiculous. Um, It projects you so far into the future. It provides so many opportunities. Um, A lot of people use it for real estate, passive income, different things like that, building their own business. But I haven't found any other industry where a 2 year old kid can go and make as much as someone who has their doctorate degree. Um, And they make it in half the amount of time. I mean, it just blows my mind. Yeah, I love the industry for that reason.
0: I mean, it is dope. It's super dope. And it, one of the things that, that I'm grateful for is, again, making these connections, being, being able to talk to you, man, because realistically, like, yeah, the, the podcast is intended, you know, for people to listen to, people to learn from. But, dude, the more I do these, the more I learn from people. And for me, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just super grateful to be in the situation that I am. So thank yeah. you, thank you so much for being on, man. If, if, no, thank if, I, you. if I hadn't said it before, and if I did, let me repeat it again. Super grateful for you, what you're doing. Um, one of the things that I want to transition into because I know that um, you have a short lunch, you know, and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you nah, still have still let, out here in area, <laughs>
1: and,
0: and you still have nine accounts to hit three hundred. So let me wrap this up for you. What I like doing at the end of these uh, podcasts is a little segment to where I just open it up to you. If there's anything you feel like you want to say to the people, um, if there's like a topic you want to train on or give value wherever you want, the the, the platform is open to you, man.
1: Okay, way cool. Um, I think just on a closing note, the most important thing that I have learned and how I'm on track to hit what I'm about to hit um, has been my why. So I would recommend that everyone develop and find your why. Um, and I've done that many different ways. Number one, obviously doing the 75 hard. That was a mini refiner's fire for me. That helped me really dive deep and discover why I do what I do. number two, I read a book called Start With Why by Simon Senek. Super good book. If you have not read it, you need to read it. Um, and number three, I think it's all through application. I mean, yes, you can you can think you do something for a certain reason, but until you put yourself in those situations where it is a refiner's fire, um, you're not really going to know if that was a deep enough why. Because, yeah, I mean, I'm almost a third the way to my goal. Um, and yeah, there's been days, of course, where I've been tired, um, not feeling 100%. But I remember my why, and that drives me and pushes me through the end of the day and helps me hit the high numbers that I have because I've had 12 double digit days out of 36 knocking days. So one third of my days have been double digit, which is crazy for me. um, Because, yeah, going from just having one double digit day last summer to now already a third of my days are double digit days, it's just remembering my why and always redefining hard. um, Really just discovering what, um, what drives you. So yeah, I would recommend that to everyone. Just really focus on your why. Find a deep why and then stick to it.
0: Perfect. Awesome. Well, Austin, thank you so much for being on, man. I really appreciate, really appreciate you taking time out of your day um, to, to be able to give value back, man. That's, that's, that's really what, what it's all about, just being able to give back. So I appreciate okay. you. Appreciate well, you. You. Yeah, I
1: love what you're doing, my man. Your page, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All the memes, it's so yeah, it's refreshing to like just see a couple every day that just make you laugh. Um, they're so relatable. And yeah, I love what you're doing because podcasts like this, like I said, have been a huge help for me. Um so huge kudos to you for doing what you do and, and putting good content out there. I know it's it's not easy and it takes time out of your life, but thank you for doing what you do, my man.
0: Of course, man, my pleasure. So guys, Thank you so much for being on. Um, and then, oh, one last thing. Where, where can people find you on, on the social medias?
1: Yeah, so I try to post every single day on Instagram and Facebook. It's Austin AustinGMCD on Instagram and then Facebook, just Austin McDermott. Um, I try to do a post every single day showing the numbers about once a week. I've been doing a video or something trying to provide value. And then, like I said, I do try to respond to as many DMs that I get every single day.
0: Yep sweet it's not easy man i'll tell you that <laughs> it's, not
1: easy. it's It's overwhelming sometimes
0: yeah I <laughs> you on that but it's it's worth it man just it's so worth it just to be able to help people out um and yeah so again thank you so much for being on brother and uh yeah we will see you guys on the next one my man